Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Radio Show. I am very excited and honored tonight as we have the teen author Callie Amber coming on in a moment to promote her book, Lacey's Team, which is her debut book that she recently released. It is available at Amazon.com, and you can also go to her website, which is CallieAmber.com, and it's spelled C-A-L-I-A-M-B-E-R. So as I mentioned, well, she will be coming on in a moment. I'm going to do a brief introduction for her, and it's going to be a great interview tonight. So before I bring her on, I just want to introduce everyone to my show, if you are new and tuning in for the first time. Uh, if you are tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com, and you can also call in tonight if you'd like. The call-in number is 805-243-1320. I'm also going to launch a chat room right now if anyone wants to post questions in there, um, but I highly recommend people call in just because it's hard for me to be going back and forth between so many different windows since I really want to exclusively focus on the interview with Callie. So a little bit about my show. I started it approximately a year and a half ago now with the concept in mind of bringing a forum together where I could promote people in the entertainment industry doing various things. Um, I've had everyone on my show from authors to filmmakers, uh, musicians, comedians, so just really an open-ended forum to help support people and uh, spread their names to the world uh, so everyone could learn about all these amazing guests that I've had on my show. And a couple of things I just kindly request for um, people to keep in mind is um, I am a clinical psychologist. That's what my doctorate degree is in. And um, I do want my show to be uh, open to everyone. It's it's for entertainment purposes only. It's not a therapy show. It's nothing like that. Um, so I do want my guests to feel free to talk about any types of stories, whether they're, you know, com- comedic or embarrassing. I just want people to feel, you know, open here uh, and down to earth, but just to keep any identifying information about specific people, organizations, anonymous, because I don't want to show to personally embarrass or humiliate anyone. Um, and another thing I just want to let people know, too, is that I have a background in the entertainment industry. I'm a musician with a solo artist album out under my name. I also do some writing for some entertainment magazines. Uh, my new adventure right now is uh, working as an executive producer for a web series. And if anyone's interested in checking it out, it's called We Approved This Message. Uh, we currently have a Facebook page. And the the show is just, it's really funny. It's an absurd comedy web series that's, you know, just doing parodies, campaign ads about the presidential candidates. And uh, I'm working with Jim Shaughnessy, who is a former writer for The Tonight Show, and some other amazing writers. He's the, the head writer for this show. So if you want to check it out, again, you can actually go to weapprovedthismessage.com and uh, check out the pilot and some uh, samples we have up there. So... Let me again, if you are tuning in, please create a Block Talk Radio account. Again, I do have a chat room open too if you want to answer, um, ask some questions of Callie. Okay, so I want to give a little bit of a personal background about how I met Callie because she's just such an amazing person. And it's truly an honor and pleasure for me tonight to be bringing her on my show and supporting and promoting her um, because she did the same for me several years ago. Uh, we met actually on MySpace of all places. I guess it's probably about three years ago. She can maybe uh, clarify for me if I'm correct with that. 
And um, she found me on MySpace, and I was promoting my album as a solo artist, and she was just amazing. She was creating fan pages for me and spreading the word about the album, and it just really meant the world to me because, as she knows, I know, and, and a lot of people out there know, the entertainment industry is very difficult and challenging, especially when you're trying to do everything independently, which is how I move in this entertainment industry. And I know she's doing the same thing right now with uh, you know, self-publishing her book, and we're going to talk all about that. So this is really just, again, a pleasure for me to bring her on and spread the word. My show, you know, it's been an honor. It's doing really well in terms of statistics, um, getting tens of thousands of listeners, so it's going to be a great form for her to get her name out there. Um, so in return, when she was supporting my album, I sent her a bunch of albums and photos and, you know, gave them to her to give to her friends. So let's talk a little bit about Callie now. All right, enough about the, the show. So Callie is a 17-year-old author, and uh, she's from Florida. She can tell us tonight about specifically where her whereabouts are. Her debut novel is called Lacey's Chain. It's available on Amazon, her website, which I mentioned earlier, which is callieamber.com, and also at the Book Loft. Um, she can tell us tonight about some of the readings she's done, some of the promotions she's done for her book. She's been doing a lot of stuff for it. So Lacey's Chain is about a high school girl who decides to fake her own suicide to see how other people at her school are affected, follows the lives of several teens, and shows the consequences of her actions in their lives. There's going to be a continuation of her novel. She's going to have a second book coming out called Unchained in 2013. And uh, then she's going to release after that probably another book type titled Maybe She Noticed. Um, Callie takes great pride in speaking to preteens and teenagers about writing and publishing her book, as well as complicated topics that many teens deal with, including depression, suicide, eating disorders, and drinking, to name a few. Um, she does these speeches in order to help people better understand themselves, their friends, and life in general. So please, again, if you want to contact Callie about speaking to a group or hosting a book signing, visit her at callieamber.com. All right, so let's bring her on. Hey, Callie, how are you? Hey, Carrie, how are you? Good, good. It's been so long since we spoke on the phone. I know. It's, such a... <laughs> it's an awesome pleasure to have you on the show, and I'm really, I'm really happy to be supporting you in your book. Thank you. Cool. So um, I think tonight we could we could focus on a couple of different things because I know, similar to myself, you're a very diverse individual in terms of having a lot of different interests and uh, talents in a lot of different areas. Um, so I figured we could talk a little bit about kind of your background, especially when, when mm -hmm. I met you and you were a musician, and then we'll yeah. transition into uh, really focusing on the book tonight. So why don't you just build the audience a little bit on in on where you live, where you grew up, and, um, you know, your background in music. Okay, sounds good. Um, well, I'm originally from Miami, but I moved to Fernandina, which is um, north of Jacksonville in Florida. Uh, that was about three or four years ago something around that time, and um, when I was uh, younger, I used to love singing, but as I started, you know, growing up, I guess, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, like, realizing that, oh, this thing called writing is pretty fun. <laughs> I think I'm going to try doing it. So I did, and I really liked it, and now it's, you know, been a part of me now, and I just, you know... I really enjoy writing a lot, and even though I don't get to do it too much right now, I still like it. <laughs> nice, but nice. Um, you know, it's just it gets busy, you know, during school year. 
Right. So I have been able to do much writing lately because I was able to write the book over the – I wasn't able to write the book over the summer, but I was able to write it during a period where I was not as busy, you know. Gotcha. So gotcha. it got crazy, though, after that. <laughs> oh, um, I know. You know. You know. And believe me, as you get older and you you know you get more responsibilities and stuff, it gets it gets yeah. even crazier. But you'll yeah. see if you if you are passionate about something, you'll you'll find the time and uh you know the energy to put into it. But again, just fill the like what type of music you know, just fill the audience in on the style of music you were interested in, some of the artists who influenced you, because I think that's an interesting quality about yourself, and it definitely probably transitioned into you writing you know novels. Well, um, I used to be into like you know, um, I guess like pop with a mix of like like a little bit slower than just like you know, pop, I guess. It was just, you know, a little bit slower than what would be pop today. But um, I found myself kind of getting out of that genre because I didn't really – it was getting, like, worse, it seems. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, <laughs> I I just – I don't know. But I uh, then I wanted to go into, like, more, like, rock and stuff like that. So, you know, I still, like, sing and stuff. I'm in the choir. <laughs> so oh, nice. I still sing, but it, it's not like – it's it was before. I mean, I guess I've just grown out of it, I guess. I mean, really? What do you think? Because I think that's interesting. And I think, as you can see with a lot of the stuff I'm doing now, you know, I've kind of transitioned a little bit away from it too. Do you think, um, you know, what personally was it for you? Was it just kind of the challenges of the industry or, you know, what, what do you think impacted you kind of moving away from it? I guess, you know, it just, it got to the point where I was just, you know, finding more interesting things that mm-hmm. I was I was getting more involved with a lot other of other things, and I just kind of you know started slowly stopped singing I guess, and I didn't put a lot of time into it, and I just kind of slipped away slowly. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Do you still keep in touch with some of the people that you were uh, writing with and working with? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, cool. uh, they always want me to come back, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, they were always so nice. I remember all the different people. When you guys, God, I totally forgot when you guys would tune into uh, my show with Jr. called The Psycho Rock. Yes, oh my gosh, yeah, it's been so I know. long. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> that that was entertaining. That show definitely was entertaining. Yeah, um, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about when did you start to develop an interest in you know writing like books? Well, um, it started sometime last year where I just decided to randomly go to the school library and pick up a book because I I was testing during that time, and they tell you to bring in a book to school so you have something to do when you're done with your test. So I said to myself, I'm going to go get a book from the library, and I'm going to see if I'm actually going to read it. Because before writing, I didn't even really read that much. Um, I know it sounds terrible, but <laughs> I didn't. No, no. Oh, believe but, me, a lot of a lot of people don't like reading, so that's not atypical. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I picked up the book, and I'm just like, okay, I'll get this one. Who knows if I'll get a chance to read it or not? You know. So, turns out I did read it. I finished it in a day. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna go find another one by this author. So I go back and I get more books. And then all of a sudden, I'm reading a book almost every single day. Wow, and so real quick, just to just to digress, I just want to interrupt for a second. What was the mm-hmm. book like? Do you remember the book, what it was, and who the author was? Um, I don't remember the exact book, but I do okay. know it was by the young adult author uh, Caroline Mackler, I believe it's her last name. 
And okay. I've read all her books now. <laughs> but but it was at the time when I was like realizing that I really liked reading and I wanted to come up with my own stories as good as these, you know, and obviously I'm not as good as those because those were just awesome. <laughs> what type of um, I, what type of stories real quick did she write about? Um they dealt with um young adults of course and it was real life situations but with kind of like a little bit of a twist because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it could really happen but it could happen. So it was just it was a, like love in, like it was love interests and crushes and just all that stuff that right were we girls are into. <laughs> right. But um but so I pretty much ended up reading a book almost every day. Wow. And then that's when I, when I thought I was like I'm going to try this. So <laughs> so I went to my guidance counselor who is also an author and I talked to him about advice and he suggested that I go for it and I did and here I am. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's how, and I that's how I pretty much started was just picking up a book and started reading it. That's crazy. So, That's a really cool story. Yeah. I like that. That's really cool. <laughs> um, and how long were these books when you were reading, like, one a day? How many pages are we talking oh, about? Oh, they, they were pretty big books. I mean, you know, for, I guess, like, best-selling type books mm-hmm. that are on the bestseller list, I guess. I mean, average chapter books. <laughs> but, right. you know, what? I'm a really fast reader, so I think that also helps. And, right. um, but I just I could not put books down. I got into that phase where I was just like, I can't stop. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Now you never know. I mean, people pick up, like, you know, the strangest interests and passions, you know, in the most weirdest situations. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so about how long ago did you start, when was it that you started writing Lacey's Chain? And tell us a little bit about kind of how you got the, you know, the idea in mind for the storyline of the book. Um, yeah, give us a little bit of background on that. Um, well, I started writing it in, I believe it was February, late February, and I finished it in like six months, maybe less than that, because I was literally writing at least ten pages a night. Because wow. I wanted to get it. I wanted to get this thing done because I want to see the final product. Because you know, when you're doing something, it's like all you want to do is be finished and see how it looks at the end, and that's right. what I want badly. So I was literally, I literally went to school almost every day with two hours of sleep, you know, because I was just up all night trying to write. Oh my gosh. And yeah, it was crazy. So, but I, I stayed up even longer on the week, on the week, weekends, because um, I just, I would stay up till five in the morning just trying to get more pages done. Oh my was, gosh. It, I literally and, did. and real quick, was your, what did your family think of this? Were they supportive of you when you were doing this? Oh, yeah, they were just, like, ecstatic. They were just, they were all happy for me. They're just like, I want to be the first one to buy a coffee and everything. <laughs> so it was really, it was really interesting to, because cool. they didn't think I would actually go through with it because, you know, you don't always like to finish things once you start them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they were like, at first they were just, okay, write your book and then we'll talk about it. So I did, and, you know, it just went from there. <laughs> That's awesome. So how did you come up with this uh, storyline? Because it's, it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty intense and deep storyline that you have for the book. And feel free to share um, a little bit about it because I don't want to, you know, I don't yeah. want to talk too much about the details because I really want people yeah. to buy it. So you, you yeah. share what you want to. 
Well, I got I got the idea from a few things. Um, I had watched a movie one time. It was a long time ago, but this one scene stayed in my head where it showed um, this person that had something bad happened to them. I don't remember the exact details, but I do know something bad happened to them. And then the narrator of the movie had said, um, they kind of backtracked and said, if this didn't happen, then that didn't happen. And if this didn't happen, you know, this wouldn't have happened. Then it kept backtracking, like, all the little tiny details that had caused this enormous disaster or whatever it was. And I had that idea. I was just like, wow, that's really true. I mean, if you think about it, everything happens, you know, in Mm -hmm. such a weird way. I mean, it's crazy when you actually think about it. And so I had that idea in the back of my head for the longest time. It always stuck with me. So I had some um, friends that were dealing with a lot of things, and it had to do with, you know, suicide, depression, and whatnot. And I kind of combined those two ideas together. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I mean, like, I didn't really get the idea from anywhere because I had to combine ideas. So I just, I thought about, you know, maybe writing something that would show, you know, not just somebody committing suicide, but what are the consequences of that? I mean, you don't really see that a lot. So that's why I thought, you know, the consequences of other people, I mean, anybody can be affected by something, but we right. actually know the person, you know, it's like something completely different can, you know, happen and change their life, you know. It's, no, I think, think about a, it, it's really interesting. No, I think it's a great idea. I mean, I could see that, like you're saying, you pull from a lot of different, you know, sources or experiences that mm-hmm. you probably personally encountered or, you know, saw your friends encountering. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's a really interesting perspective. And, you know, it, it's in your bio that you talk about how, just so the audience knows, this is about a girl who stages a suicide and to see what the reaction would be from, you know, the school, her friends, you know, uh, you know, all these different people. And it's, yeah, it's a really interesting angle to look at it from. Yeah, it was definitely different to write about because I personally have not had any of my friends commit suicide, thank God. Mm-hmm. But I do know people that do know people that have, that have committed suicide. Sure. So, and I did my research, and I was trying to find out as much information as I could so it wouldn't seem too unrealistic, but I also wanted to, you know, make it fiction. I mean, it, you know, right. I didn't want to put too much information in, I guess. But, right, right. Um, yeah, so. No, I think it's, I think it's, a, like I said, I think it's a really interesting perspective, and I think the book touches on so many different aspects. Like you're saying, it's not just about the reaction to the suicide, but the characters in the book, you know, some of them are dealing with their own issues. It's, yeah, you know, self-esteem exactly. or wanting to be a part of the popular crowd. I mean, you know, I don't know if you've heard of the author Judy Bloom. Have you ever heard of that author? I, I have. I've okay. read some of her books, actually. <laughs> and I, you know what? And and take this as a compliment because I was like, you're, you're the modern-day Judy Bloom. I just thought <laughs> it was such an easy read. I really enjoyed it, and I read it in two days, too. So, I mean, yeah. I really couldn't I couldn't put it down. And I just, I really like the, you know, the character development and just the different cliques and how the people got along with each other. And, yeah, it was really cool. Really cool. I actually had, um, I wanted to make it so teens would read it because in my English classes in the past years, I've we've had to read books. And every year it's like people are complaining that they have to read. So I wanted to make it something that they would, you know, want to read. Mm-hmm. And 
that it would be quick for them. So, you know, because we had to read a book last year, and it was literally torture because the print the print that the person, the author used was super small, and it was all, like, crunched together, so it made it look twice as long as it was. It was just horrible, and I'm just like... Yeah, if I, I'm, I, I wouldn't want this, so I don't want anybody else to have to deal with that. <laughs> right. No, I think that's it. I think that's interesting from from a psychology perspective. You know, I mean, with my background, I think that's a really interesting thing. Yeah, if you look at a book and you see all this small jumble pushed together text, that's going to make it more anxiety provoking than you know, it's kind of like bigger, bolded type of you know text and characters. So yeah. that's a good point. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was um, trying to make it so people would read it quickly, but, I mean, still grasp grasp the idea of the book. And I wanted teens to read it because I know a lot of teens don't like to read. So, you know, I wanted them to read it, you know, as well. Well, I think you definitely uh, definitely got that thing down in terms of people, you know, being able to read it and, and get through it and actually, you know, enjoy it too and learn something from it. Um, how did you come up with the title for it, if you want to reveal some information, because that's an interesting title. Yeah. Um, actually, I came up with the idea, my first title was Chain Reaction, because if you think about it, the book does go through this reaction from her from her supposed suicide. Mm-hmm. So that was my initial title, was Chain Reaction. But I realized later on, there's already a book with that title, and I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> get confused with that one. So um, actually, one of my favorite uh, singers in a band, her name was Lacey, and I've always mm-hmm. loved that name. So I just... I use that because I really loved that name. But then I thought about, you know, chain, what could I incorporate to chain this all together, I guess. So I just put Lacey's chain, and it kind of just flowed, I guess. But I couldn't do chain reaction, so it ended up being that. <laughs> no, that's great. And and I think I know what band that is. What band is that? That's Flyleaf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan of them, too, so I know. I know oh, your I taste. Love them. <laughs> yeah. Do you like the new stuff out right now? Uh, I like it so far. I'm anticipating cool. the album. Yeah. <laughs> I just heard the one song, I think it was, what is it called, New Horizons? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just heard that today on the radio. So, yeah, really awesome. cool stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, so tell us a little bit about, too, in terms of, you know, like you said, your, your book really touches a lot on the topics that preteens and teens are struggling with today and, like you said, cutting and issues of self-esteem, depression. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're currently doing in terms of speeches. Where do you where do you get hired to do speeches? Where do you go out and do them? Um, I'm up for doing speeches for free as long as it's not like a travel expense I have to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I'm up for doing anything for free if it helps somebody. I mean, it it doesn't matter to me if I'm helping somebody. You know, it's free. <laughs> but right. Um, I try to, you know, cover all, all the topics and include things about reading to, you know, to talk to them. I mean, if they're they want to to write their own book, I try to talk to people about doing that. And people are now coming to me for advice. They're like, "I need you to read my book." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> you don't have to read your book then. <laughs> so cool. But uh, yeah. So what might you say, for example? What might you say to a, a teen or a preteen who says, you know, um struggling with self-esteem issues and I don't feel like that, you know, I'm pretty enough or I feel that I fit in and I want to be part of the in-crowd, what might you, what might be some of your uh, feedback or words of advice? Uh, I'd probably tell them that um, we've all been at some point like that. 
Um, and I'd tell them probably support groups are a big help. But mm-hmm. I but I would tell somebody to read because reading just takes your mind into a whole other place and you just forget about everything else. It's really crazy because when I was reading, I was like, I was going crazy because all these different stories were running through my mind and that's all that was like consuming, consuming my head. And it was, it took my mind off of everything, basically. Wow. So if somebody wants to get their mind off of things, grab a really good book because it helps. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. No, nice. That's definitely definitely good words there to give to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of starting, you know, walk us through the process of even how do you, and I mean, you know, being that you're still in high school and you're, and I definitely want to talk about your future and what are some of the things that you have planned, but how do you even go about writing a book? So, you know, walk us through the steps of, okay, you got this book written. How do you self-publish it? How do you get it on Amazon? What are what are some of the things that you might uh, share with people to help them out? Um, well, uh, the first thing I would suggest is after you've actually written a book is to get it professionally edited because um, there was, no matter how many times I read through the book, there was I found errors in it. So that would definitely be something to consider, mm-hmm. and it's really expensive, but it's worth it in the end because when you have a bunch of typos in your book, it doesn't look good on you. Right, so right. <laughs> definitely an, a professional editor. I, ha- I had to get an editor. And um, after I did that, I submitted my book to a printing company that actually does a lot of the things for you. They'll put it on Amazon for you, and they'll get you your book number, the ISBN number. Cool. That's what they call it. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. <laughs> but yeah, they yeah, yeah. do all that for you. And uh, you just um, pay your ISBN fee thing, because it does cost money for that, yep. and submit your book to them, uh, submit your cover, you have to do that, and then they'll print it for you, and they'll send you your copies if you like the proof that they send you. You get to pick all the, like, sizes, any size you want for the book. I mean, it was crazy because there were so many things that I had to go through just to get this thing done. <laughs> wow. But, I mean, um, you then they'll put it they'll put it on uh, Amazon for you too. So that was a plus because I wasn't sure how to go about putting it on Amazon, and I was fortunate enough that they would do that for me. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know how to get on Amazon because they did that part for me. Well, you know it's it's real interesting what you're saying. I mean, this is very similar to you know putting out an album. You know what I mean? Right. So for example, yeah. when I put out the album CD Baby, basically, you know, I got my what you're saying the UPS symbol paid for that, and then, you know, ship them the albums, and from there they just shuffled it out to, you know, iTunes, all the different places. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, Did you have to do anything with copyrights? Um, No, actually, I haven't had to do that yet. Okay. Because um, there is a big fee that's involved, and I don't have that money yet. (laughs) Wow. I mean, if the book book, uh, goes uh, viral, then yes, but... Right now, while it's not, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't. I financially, I cannot afford that yeah. right now. No, I understand what you're saying because yeah. of the cost that it. That the editor just it was really expensive for an editor, so that pretty much blew my entire budget. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, I understand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, where are some of the places that you've been doing? Tell us how you got into some of the bookstores where you were doing some talks and were you doing readings to out of the book. Yeah, uh, 
I talked to the local bookstores and the managers. I met them, and they all were uh, excited to see that, you know, there's a teen author in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they said, they said, I don't think we'll have a problem selling this. So comes the first book signing, and they realize that, wow, you could sell your books. Okay, we'll keep you now. <laughs> but you have to prove to them that you can sell because if you only sell one copy, they're going to say, yeah, we're not interested in you. So you have to right. prove that they can actually sell the book. So and, how did you, you know, how did your book signing go in terms of, you don't have to give numbers, but did you end up doing well in terms of selling books? Uh, because it was my first one, I actually did a lot better than I thought. It was um, over 20 copies sold. Nice. And, yeah, because one of the employees had come out and she said, wow, what's, what are you doing to bring in people? And I said, well, I have my friends here that are helping me. And she said she had just had a book signing the other day and the author had only sold one copy. So she was extremely oh, impressed. Nice. So I was like, wow, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's really cool. And that was at the book loft? That was, yes. Okay. And where is that? Where is that located? Is that located near you? Yeah, that's. Uh, it's in downtown Bernardino, which is um, our tourist attraction area. Okay. Where we get like wow. a lot of tourists there. So yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's great. I'm working so on what, getting it into Jacksonville right now. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, so you're working on some other stores and and bookshops yeah. to get it into. Very cool. Any upcoming readings that you want to promote or signings that you're having? I don't think so. The ones that I'm doing currently right now are private ones. So, but uh, I hope I get more. Cool. <laughs> They're cool. really fun sure to do. They'll definitely be on your website. And again, I'll plug it for you. And yeah. you'll plug it also later in the show. So go to CallieAmber.com, everyone, and uh, check out her book and purchase it on Amazon. And she'll have all different uh, information up there about herself and upcoming events and highlights. Um, so what else was I going to say? Let me see what else I have here for you in terms of some questions. And again, please feel free to, you know, add anything that you want to add that I haven't talked about yet. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the upcoming ideas you have for the next the sequel, Unchained? Well, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. You don't um, want to give too much away, but <laughs> I do. I've I'm already I've started writing it been extremely difficult to write it because I've been going crazy busy lately. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm trying to find time to go quickly on that one, but I don't want to rush it because I felt like the last book I had to rush. So I don't necessarily want to rush this one. I want to give it some time and just let, you know, my ideas come to me. I don't want to force them out, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely. um, Go ahead. Go go ahead. (laughs) No, 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 go ahead. Um, okay, uh, I was going to say that the next book is going to be the consequences of Lacey's actions that she had to face when, because, you know, when you fake your own death, I mean, there's got to be yeah. consequences, <laughs> especially school, and, you know, then her friends might not even, you know, like her anymore because of what she did, you know, what she had to put them through and stuff, and they might hold a grudge out on her, and then she's going to maybe lose all her friends. I mean, who knows? I'm still coming up with ideas as we speak. Sure, sure. So, so but it's going to, it's mainly going to focus on consequences 
and what's happening with the other characters as well because I left some uh, things there that ha- that haven't been finished in the first book. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And again, everyone, you gotta you gotta check out her book because it's it's really really good, and I can't wait to read the next one and you know and even the one after that maybe she noticed that would be really cool i can't wait to see what that one's about too (laughs) um any any thoughts and again this is kind of you know a little grandiose but that's okay of maybe one day making the book into some type of a film series or something like that oh I don't see that happening soon. Well, I want to. No, 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 but we'll talk off the air because I was just, when I was reading your book, I was like, oh, my gosh, I would be all over this with you in terms of trying to (laughs) executive produce this thing, and I just thought it was great. That would be pretty cool. I can tell you that that would be awesome if that would happen. (laughs) Well, you never know, so we'll see. I'm making lots of connections along the way, so we'll see what happens. (laughs) There you go. So uh, no, it's really cool, and I wish you luck with these uh, with the next books that are going to come out. I'm sure they're going to be just as good, if not better. Um, so, what are your plans in terms of the future? I mean, you're, you're graduating this year. Uh, next year. Oh, next year. Mm-hmm. In wait in this wait in 2013, right? Uh, I, I'm a junior right now. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought you were a senior. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> so you're a junior right now, and. What are your what are your plans in terms of any ideas of what you want to do career wise or? Uh, I I've pretty much got my plans figured out. Not sure they'll go that way, but I'm crossing my fingers. Okay. Uh, I actually want to get I want to get into business and marketing. Um, I my family's all into that and everything, so I kind of want to follow in their footsteps and do that. Um, maybe go into like um, owning a part like apartments and, you know, oh, wow. rent them out, real estate-wise, stuff like that. I mean, anything in that topic area, okay. something like that. And is that but what your family like, current, currently does? Are they in real estate and stuff yeah, like that? They're like, they're, yeah, they're like in housing and whatnot, and that's kind of what I want to do. I mean, I, I'm up for owning my own business any mm-hmm. day, but that's, but that's what I really want to do. Cool. That's really cool. So are you looking for, are you starting to look for schools to focus on, you know, majoring in a business type of a degree? Yeah, I started looking around already. Um, I haven't decided yet, but, (laughs) you know, we'll see when that time comes. Right. Right. No, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. So what else do you want to share about, uh, and in terms of, I mean, if, you want to go down a career of, of business and marketing, and where do you see your writing fitting in? Is that something that you plan to keep doing? Yeah, I mean, I hope so, if I find time. <laughs> but right. I, I do. I do want to keep writing, even if it doesn't, you know, obviously come out in a book form every single time. I do want to keep writing and whatnot, you know, all that type of thing. And I hope to get more books done before. I go into college, um, and I hope to do more after that, too. Cool. Well, I definitely think you have a very successful career path in, in both of those areas because you're a very, you know, bubbly, bright, uh, you know, proactive person. And since I've known you, you've always been a go-getter and someone who, <laughs> you know, just kind of goes out there and, and does what she needs to do to get the, uh, you know, to get what she wants, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that works both in business and in entertainment, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> 
So tell us a little bit about yourself, I guess, outside of what are some of your other interests outside of writing? And then, as you said in the past, you were into music. What are some of the other things you like to do? Um, I've been taking up an interest in tennis. Oh, nice. Uh, been, yeah, it's been a big interest of mine lately. Um, I've started trying to learn to play the drums, so hopefully Whoa. I will continue that. <laughs> I'm trying to do that. Um, I Recently I started making my own jewelry. Um, that's right. Yeah, promote that. That's right. That, that's great, yeah. that jewelry that you have. Yeah, so... Um, I've been figuring all that out, and, you know, just the normal school stuff, um, I've been doing a lot, because <laughs> it gets harder. <laughs> I didn't realize it right. was so hard, but, um, so, I mean, I guess I do a lot of different things. I'm I'm in your book, so I'm interested in, like, computers and technology, and also, mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, all that, I guess. I love cosmetology too. That's awesome. Oh, nice! <laughs> I love doing makeup. So I just I, I'm into a bunch of things. <laughs> no, that's great. It's great to have so many interests and in your feet in so many different things because it just it makes you such you know such much a, a more well-rounded, diverse person. And yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> and I know you're a fan of horror movies, right? Oh, I love horror movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why don't you share with the audience what's uh, what's the first horror movie you remember seeing? Oh jeez, I don't even remember. It's been so no. long. It was pro- it was probably that clown movie or something. I don't even remember what it's called, but I think that was it. But I remember well, okay. seeing a clown, scary clown on TV. That's all I remember. Oh gosh, it wasn't it by Stephen King. Have you ever seen it that movie? Probably, probably was because that's <laughs> that's what I remember seeing. I haven't seen that movie since, but <laughs> but I think that was the first one I've ever seen, and then I've seen so many more now. And how did you get interested in horror? What What do you think really kind of pulled you into that genre of uh, film? Oh, I just love the suspense, how it builds up and everything. It's just, and then you're surprised, to, you know, see what happens, and then mm-hmm. sometimes. But <laughs> nice. What are your What have been What have been some of the most recent horror ones you've seen? Because I, you know, it's funny, Kelly. I mean, and I know we had talked about Amity, right? Amityville Horror. You like that one, right? Oh, I love that. That's one of my I favorite know. ones. I know. That was, like, my fa- one of my favorites, too, growing up. And um, okay. what are some of the more recent ones you've seen? Because I, unfortunately, just, I don't know, they're not made the same way they used to be back in, like, the, you know, the 80s, early 90s. It's just a different type of, I don't know. What are some of the ones that you would recommend now that you liked? Ooh, uh, I saw um, this one movie. It's called The Last House on the Left. It's not okay. really horror. But it it would be based, it would fall under the category of horror. Mhm. Um, but it, it was it was a really good movie. Um, it was it was about a kidnap. So I don't know if that falls under murder or murder uh, horror. <laughs> but uh, I saw that. One. You there? My my phone keeps going out. There Sorry. You go. Your phone's going out. No, that's okay. No, it's been good the whole time. I mean, we'll we'll wrap things up shortly anyway. But okay, so last house on the left. Was that? Do you remember? Was it very graphic in terms of? You know, just kind of being a little off color. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, sing on the air. I mean, you know what I mean. Um, not not necessarily. Okay. Um. There was it. It there was nothing shown. You know, graphically shown. Right. Um, it was a little gory. I mean, right. I'm not gonna lie. 
a little bit toward the end. But there was there was like a lot of profanity too. So you know, yeah, you know it's funny. Do you know that's a, do you know that's a remake? Uh, no, no. Yeah, that is a remake from a film, and I don't even think because my parents probably saw what it was about, and I probably wasn't able to watch it. But I remember renting it. I mean, it was probably book online. It was probably in the seventies. I mean, that's mm-hmm. when I mean I wasn't even born then, but. The original one was made in the 70s, and it was just what's it was the, what's horrific. What's the movie that you talking about right now? The Last House on the Left. Oh, okay. Because I know yeah, the was, Amityville remake, too. Yes, that was just, right. There was an original, which was, you know, which was phenomenal. I love that one. But, yeah, there was one made probably in, like, the 70s or late 70s, maybe even early 80s, with The Last House on the Left, and it was... Oof, it was extremely graphic and vulgar and just, I was just curious because I haven't seen the new one, you know, oh. how similar it might have been to, it was probably worse, the one that they made in the 70s. Just like, you know, for example, the Texas Chainsaw. Have you ever seen that original one? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. Oof, you want to see something really crazy and suspenseful? Yeah, see the original Texas Chainsaw. It was so... It was there was so much controversy with it. If you read about it online, they almost the people couldn't even really release it anywhere. Like that's how bad it was. And it's not wow. bad in the sense that it's you know it's not like it's rape and bad like that. But just because of back then, you know, having this leather faced guy chasing people around with hatchets yeah. and you know what I mean. Yeah, and I know we're getting a little. I know we're getting a little bit off topic, but hopefully people find our our conversation entertaining. Um, all right, so why don't we we'll, we'll reel it in from our horror movies? <laughs> but, we could go um, on about this. <laughs> oh, I know. We should just have a show on horror movies, right? Oh, totally. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, let me know. Um, let me know. I'm open to all types of things. Um, so yeah, so why don't we do this? Share with the audience again. You know, the name of your book, where they can find it, all your social media sites. You know how people can get in touch with you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, um, I have my website, of course, so anybody that wants to contact me, they can do that on my website. Um, email, kellyamber at writeme.com. Uh, that's the email I primarily use. Um, Facebook, I'm always on Facebook, so if somebody wants to add me on Facebook, just let me know you're not a creeper, <laughs> because I can't <laughs> up with that. <laughs> but, um, Twitter, I mean, I'm on pretty much everything. So it's really easy to contact me. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, Facebook, definitely, I'm always on that. So Cool, very cool. And you got a bunch of guests listening now, which is great. And, you know, just, um, and I always say this to my guests, and I do the same on my end, the podcast will be available after the show is over. So, you know, you, people can stream it, they can download it, and that's where I get tons of listens because, you know, it's hard sometimes with people's schedules to tune into the live show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, anything anything else you want to share before we uh, wrap things up for tonight? Well, uh, recently I just uh, – we, me and my friend have just started our own uh, support group, I guess if you want to call it. Okay. Uh, my friend Dave, she actually had came up with the idea, and I thought I could incorporate, you know, the things that I've done, you know, as far as writing goes, you know, with the topics. We were – coming up with this idea for an anti-bullying and suicide prevention group because it seems like I've seen a lot of people in the community that have been, you know, really, like, depressed lately. And we've had, you know, like, three 
or two suicides in our county just this year. Wow. And I thought it was easy because we're like a small town. So there's not a lot of action that happens here. Let's just right. say that. So when we heard about these things, it was just crazy. And then I heard of some more in my old hometown. So I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> so we came up with this idea that, you know, maybe support groups would help people because there's none around here to do that, at least as far as I know. So we, So I'm working on that right now, and we're – currently trying to talk to people, like, either online, you know, if they're not in this town, we can talk to them online and stuff, so we're trying to get people involved in, and um, trying to, you know, show that suicide is happening, you know, and not many people are realizing it, so we're trying to get the word out there right now, and I think that is a incorporation with the writing that I do, so. Yeah, I think that's a great idea that you got, you know, that you're, taking your book to a whole new level by having support groups and, and kind of putting a hand out there to people, and I think that's wonderful. Never, you I don't just need... want to help people. That's the main reason I started you know, writing, because I want to help people. Exactly. So hope, you know, I can change somebody's life, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you already have with that book. I'm sure a lot of people have been, you know, very um, touched and impacted by it in a, in a lot of good ways. So it's all good stuff. So, no, that's, that's great. So, um, yeah, definitely we will be in touch, of course, as you know. And uh, when you do release the new book, I'd love to have you back on for a follow-up interview to talk about, you know, where you're at then with the new book being released and help you promote it again. Thank you. All right. And, of course, you have to let me know when your next album comes out, you know, because I'm going <laughs> to totally upset again. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're so sweet, Callie. I'll play, I'm going to put – actually, you pick the song. I'm going to play a song to close the show after I do a – a couple of, uh, you know, quick uh, promotions for other people that are supporting me and I'm supporting them. So out of, out of all the songs on the album, which one would you want me to play? Oh, geez, that's a tough one. Uh, do leave it all behind. I have not heard that one for a good couple okay. months. And you know what? I think it's very uh, apropos, as they would say, for the topics that we're talking about tonight because it's it's people trying to, you know, leave behind their insecurities, demons, anything that's, you know, negatively impacting them. So we could we can use it in that way, too. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, and thank you so much. And as you know, the, the industry is so difficult. And I think for me, similar to you, it's not that I've totally moved away from it, but I, it was just weird how I was just developing all these other interests. And, you know, now I'm interested in, you know, I do some writing and I'm interested in doing some executive producing and writing for different types of TV shows. And so, yeah, along the way, it's weird. You just, your past, you never know where, you never know where it's going to lead you. Yeah. Mine is so amazing you know. that you can do stuff and find time to be able to do it. I oh. always see you do on Facebook. I'm always like, oh, my goodness, how does she do it? Well, you know, Callie, I mean, similar to you, it's just during the evenings when I get home from work and on the weekends. I mean, that's when I'm doing this stuff. You know, I'm in corrections, you know, 50-plus hours a week working. So I'm not on the computer during the day. You know, I can't have any uh, contact with the outside world. I'm literally, you know, in there myself. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, if I had a job right now, I'd never be able to do any anything at all that I like. Yeah, to do. you know what? You'd be surprised. You people say the same thing to me. They they're like, you just might not sleep. You just don't sleep. And I'm like, no, I might not sleep a whole bunch, but I I do get sleep. And again, it's it's finding the drive and and being organized and strategically kind of being able to, you know, 
cut some corners here and there to get what you want done and still do a good job with it. Yeah. So I'll sure. help you one day. Once once you get through all your stuff, I'll, I'll tell you how to kind of structure your schedule so you can do it. <laughs> Let's just say I had a lot. I had to um, have a lot of caffeine when I was trying to write my book because I could not Did stay you? awake. <laughs> it was crazy. I could not stay awake. I was just I either had coffee or tea at all times because I was I was struggling to stay awake because I would stay up until three o'clock in the morning trying to write. Wow, I can imagine. I can't. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. I mean, you got to keep yourself awake to keep it going. Why don't we do yeah. this? I'm gonna just I'm gonna put you on hold, and then I want you to you're gonna do my introduction my introduction for the uh, song. So I'll just put you on hold for like literally a minute or two. I'm gonna do a couple of brief ads, and then I'll bring you back on, and then we'll uh, we'll tie up the show. Okay? Okay, sounds good. All right, cool. Hold on one second. All right, everyone, again, you are listening to the teen author, Kelly Amber. Please check out her book at kellyamber.com. It is also on Amazon, and she has a ton of information on her website about herself. Just going to do a couple of brief ads for the show, and then she's going to uh, do the honors for me of uh, promoting one of the songs off my album, which she chose. Um, And again, I truly appreciate all the support that she's given me over the past couple of years. Okay, so let me find my ads here because it's been a really long night and i got to look through all my stuff here to find it. Okay, so we're going to definitely give a plug out to irocktv.co and they just promoted Callie's interview. So Callie, your interview is uh, spreading all over the place. Um, and irocktv.co, it's the letter I, Rock TV. And this is an amazing site. They are going to be launching a magazine soon. It's for independent artists, musicians, and much more. So please check them out. Also, please check out Flirt Energy Drink, which is a specifically formulated energy drink for the female athlete. You can check them out at flirtdrink.com. I do a lot of cross promotions with them, and they use my song Vanilla Skies to promote uh, the product. And I also want to give a plug here to Davin's Den, which is a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Pip Helix. So if you're looking for a show that's going to make you think and laugh out loud at the same time, Davin's Den is the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights, tonight actually, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. To watch live episodes here or watch old episodes or find out more about the show, go to Davin's Den page on davincomedy.com, and that is spelled D-A-V-I-N. Okay, so I think that's good. Let's bring Callie back, and we will tie things up now. All right, Callie, and you're back. <laughs> okay. So let me find this in my switchboard here because i got so much audio in here. Um, All right, here it is. All right. So, again, th- thank you so much, Callie, for coming on tonight, and I cannot wait to see uh, what the future is going to bring with your next book. So if you would kindly <laughs> introduce my song for me, and we will definitely be in touch uh, off the air. Sure. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this awesome interview. Now go ahead and listen to this awesome song by the awesome Carrie Edelman called Leave It All Behind. <laughs> thank you so much, Kelly. I appreciate it. And everyone, if you like what you hear, you can go to iTunes, Amazon Music, um, any of the major digital sites, and search for Carrie Edelman with the title track, which is Leave It All Behind. So thanks so much again, Kelly, and have a great night. Thank you. You too. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.
Yeah. 